We'd like to dedicate this show to a dear friend of ours who lost his mum shortly after we recorded the episode you're about to hear. We haven't mentioned it in our episode, but we would like to extend our love and condolences to him and his family at this time. This episode's for you. All jokes aside, all jokes aside, yeah. And welcome back to another episode of Mr. and Mrs. All Jokes Aside. Do you know what? I keep forgetting we've got a thing to every time, every time I'm expecting you to but I keep forgetting we've got one. Yeah, we've got yeah. one. We've got one pre-recorded. I've no idea what it sounds like. Probably need to record it again, actually. One day I'm going to get a band to do it. It'll be epic. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be. Get madness. Right. So, moving on. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I hate madness. Um, no, I, don't, I don't hate madness. I just think that they're overrated and their music's garbage. What? Anyway. Um, I mean, I would divorce you. You, you know. Can't divorce me, I'm Catholic. Um, welcome back to another episode yes, of Mr. Subject Side. Um, and we hope that you enjoyed our last couple. Sorry that this one is a day late. Um, but Nick, would you like to explain why it's going to be, why it's a day late? Well, I'm currently battling a disease at the moment called man flu. Right, do you want to explain the real reason why it's a day late? Oh, yes, sorry. That, that, so basically, um, we had, I, I want to say a family friend passed away this, this week. Yes. I want to say a family friend. It was our beloved Charlie the cat. Yeah, no, but I know that a lot of people are probably laughing at Nick saying that. I, it's not a funny thing. Charlie was Charlie very was the popular. best, the best one yeah. of, of them. Charlie was very, very popular. Like when I used to live at my mum and dad's, Charlie, bless him. Whenever I was out or I was in or I was at work, whenever I come home, he was always on my bed, waiting for. And when I got in, I never moved him off. When I when I got in, I used to sort of fall asleep with him at the bottom of the end of the bed. And whenever it was raining or thunderstorm, he would actually lie right next to me. Yeah. And you could just hear the, is it the purring? And, yeah, and, the and, purring. Yeah, and it was just, it was very relaxing, actually. Well, yeah, I mean, he was the, one of the only ones that didn't attack me when I came to your, True. your parents' I mean, house. there's Sophie now, who's a bit yeah. of a diva princess. I mean, I'm not saying that I want Sophie to die, because I don't, but if she did... I would be sad. Um, anyway. <laughs> just better hope my mum don't listen to this episode. She won't. Um, <laughs> so, um, no, so obviously, like, what, what we said to you guys last week was that we would um, be doing more episodes about, like, our relationship and the fun things that we're doing in our relationship. Um, but as Nick said, obviously, Charlie passed away this week and it brought to our attention that there's been a lot of death in our lives this year. Um, <laughs> and we wanted to bring, bring that to light a bit. Um, it, even on social media, when I've been on social media, yeah. like I know people who've lost someone, and I'm like, it's every it's wow. every week, some, yeah. every, every couple of days, someone's lost someone. But but I don't know whether it's you know, I don't know whether you've seen it, but have you noticed as you get older, the more people are leaving us behind like yeah i mean i think i think logically speaking it makes sense because you know we've both been on this earth for 30 years plus well you for 30 years plus me for just under 30 years um i mean you could have just cut that bit out but okay <laughs> no we've both been on this earth for a, a considerable <coughs> amount of time and mm. you know the people that we knew as adults who were who were adults when we were children obviously are getting older they're 30 years older now you yeah. know and so 
it logically speaking, it makes sense that people are dropping off, oh, yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't make it easier. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing, you grow up and you forget that the people around you who watch you grow up is also getting old. Yeah, like I know that you guys would have listened to our episode at the beginning of the year where we paid tribute to Deborah Bird. Yeah. Um, who passed away on the 10th of January, if I'm She correct. wasn't even that old either. Like... No, no. And she was such a beautiful soul, um, mm. as we said before. Um, and then, obviously, unfortunately, Nick lost his nan mm. um, in June. Um, <laughs> we almost lost Miles in March, um, which was, uh, that was another thing. Um, I mean, and even though we didn't lose him, it was still a trauma for us to ha- go through that experience. Um, I mean, look at what happened today with me. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, happy to share that. If yeah, you, go if for you it. So, um, early on today, so I've got this thing about the boys being able to breathe properly anyway. And I, I'm always checking if they're breathing, even when they're asleep. I'm a little bit OCD. No, not OCD. I'm a little bit no, paranoid. Yeah. Not, I mean, like, not paranoid. I think it's overprotective. Yeah. So today, uh, bless him, Miles has a little bit of a, uh, a cough and cold, but... I'm I'm worried about his breathing anyway, but he had a bit of um he episode. Bit, yeah, he basically had like a coughing fit, but I don't know if you've ever seen it in a baby. Sometimes they can't get their breath back quick enough before yeah. they have the next coughing fit. And I just went into the kitchen. I, I brought something out for Nat four miles. I went in the kitchen and I just broke down because it brought back the memories of yeah, yeah his birth. Yeah, his he, his birth, which yeah. you know, which for we I mean one day we'll talk about it, but yeah. like, today's not that day. Yeah, no, no, but it, it's yeah, but you know, this like we saying this year it's been yeah, it's. Uh, I just think I feel like it's the foundations of our lives have kind of been shifted. <coughs> Thank you for that. Sorry card. about that. I did come my <laughs> No, but like the foundations of our life have kind of shifted, like even on like a grander scale with the Queen dying. And I know that a lot of people say that it, it's silly to feel this way. But I think for a lot of us, we were kind of like, whoa, she's been a staple in our lives every day of our life. And then suddenly she's gone. And OK, yes, I didn't know her personally, but it's still a weird well, shift. Well, she is our first and last Queen. If you think well, about yeah, it, if, if, you if, know, if, if uh, what's his name doesn't abdicate, we've got Charlie, William, and George. Like, yeah, there's George, no way George might abdicate, I think. There's no way, well, there's no way I'm going to be around when George becomes <laughs> king, you know. So it, it really does. Like, when it's your, your first and your last, and you grew up with this person that you've seen on TV all the time yeah. and then it's part not, of history it's not that we're crying but obviously like like we said before in one of the previous episodes for, for Nick especially mm. there's a lot of links there with the Queen and his nan and so it was kind of like a double blow for you we, we, you lost your nan in June and then losing the Queen in September kind of lost that it was kind of brought it home that that you'll never have that conversation with your nan yeah. especially with the watching of the funeral that was always something you and your nan said that you would do with each yeah. other and you weren't able to do it, right? And um, go. Sorry, sorry. I mean, for me, the fact that my nan passed away on the 9th of June and the Queen passed away on the 8th of September yeah. as well, like... It's, it's funny. Just, no, sorry, you it, No, I say it's just, it's just not remarkable, but it's just a date, but I'm always going to remember the Queen's death. Yeah. Like, the date, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I remember we were watching The Rings of Power, second episode... And I looked down at my phone and I blame it I blame it on the rings of power and Liz Truss. But anyway, that's going, that's going, that's going beyond. But like, 
um, you know, obviously it's coming up to my grandma's anniversary as well. And like, yeah. you know, when when we were we were engaged when she passed away, because um, she passed yes. away 2018, October. And yeah, we were engaged. And, and uh, that kind of brings me on to like kind of the real topic here, which is how our relationship changes with each loss that we have in our families or in our lives because you know just to reel them off yeah right <laughs> we've had um your friend's dad yeah yeah so have we been this year no, but no, yes, no. so yeah. reel them off from the beginning of our relationship yeah your friend's dad um my nan yeah holly yeah um Someone else passed away. There was a couple of people that I used to work with that passed away. Yeah, but there was someone else's funeral who we went to. You know, this is a real sad thing. How many yeah, deaths there has been? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, um, you know, there are a couple of people from my church. That I mean, mm. about five or six people from my church who passed away. Who, again, were staples in my life. I I've mm. never known life without them. And they, at one point in my life, were very close to me. One of them I used to care for, you oh. know. Um, and when I say care, I mean actual care, like baths, you know, mm. washing, sorting out their hair and all the rest of it. Um, you know, and then obviously we had Birdie this year. Mm. Your nan. Yeah. The queen. Now Charlie. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say all of the famous people who have died in between all of that as mm. well, which have in varying degrees. Have but the famous people that have died recently has been... Big ones. Classics. Well, like. we started the year with... Uh, well, ended last year with uh, Betty White. Yeah. And then now we've got Lansbury. Yeah. Who sadly Coltrane. passed away. Coltrane. Yeah, so it's... it's I don't... Do you know what... Do you know the worst thing about death? Mm. It's a part of life. I mean, yeah, it's the final part of life. Yeah, no, no, but it is. It, it's a part of life because at the end of the day, no one's immortal, you know. And with death, I always, now anyway, now what helps me, which is still difficult, which helped me is my nan saying, life is for the living. yeah. And that's a very hard m motto to live by when you're grieving. But if you keep saying it to yourself and you, 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 you question things and you talk about it, it does make sense. Yeah. You know, it's as much as it's hard, it is... Life is for the living. Yeah, it's it's hard to go. It's hard to get to get over it. And so I won't use the phrase "get over it," but <clears throat> it's hard to live with it. But yeah. you do have to carry on living. You know, yeah. life doesn't just stop. But I kind of just want to like cycle back to twenty seventeen, right when we first started going out. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think we'd been going out for maybe two months, mm -hmm. and then obviously, your friends. Yeah. You know, dad passed away, and. How was that for you in terms of like, obviously it's not about, it wasn't about our relationship at all, no, yeah. but you know, someone who you've pretty much only just met in mm. the September, right? Yeah. And you had to share that with me. How did that make you feel? Um, it was a, obviously a tough one yeah. because I've just got into a relationship with someone and also I needed to be there as my best friend. Yeah. And at the same time, I don't want to say it was about me, but it wasn't, but 
I grew up with Nevid. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I will never forget the time he took us to South End. You know, like, it was very sad to watch him go through yeah, what yeah. He, he went through. But do you know what really, really got me on that day? I remember I came back from a night shift and my best mate called. For purposes, he, he will understand, we're not going to name no names. Yeah. You know, but I was having my best mate. Yeah, I was, was going to say, that's why I kept saying friend. Yeah, sure. I should have said friend. Yeah. But okay, but my friend... He called me and he just said, so-and-so, you know, what was only meant to be a normal operation, yeah. sadly went the wrong way. And I just went, right, I'm coming down. And he went, no, if you're tired, I'm coming down, you know. Yeah. So I went there, obviously, I put my arms around him. We waited for his brother, um, my friend's dad's brother, yeah. to come down. Um, and then I just said to them, I'll let you guys have your moment. Yeah. You know, as much as he was close to me, it was still his son and brother. Yeah. We've just lost a loved one. I'll wait outside. But do you know what really, really got me? When I left the room, I was upset anyway. When I left the room, I went outside and there was these children singing Christmas carols. And that... That's what got me. Yeah. And you know, I will still remember the song was Holy Night. <coughs> Silent Night, sorry. The song was Silent Night. One, one, one of my favourite Christmas carols. But that got me. And now I was sitting in the canteen. And then, he didn't pass away then. But then, my friend texted me and went, he sadly passed away. So I went, right, I'll wait here. Fine, whatever. I remember telling you. I didn't know how to tell you, even though you've never... I mean, you never met the man, I don't no, think. No, I didn't meet him, no. Yeah, you, but it was one of those... I weren't really thinking. I just needed to be there for my friend, which I knew you'd understand, you know. So, um, yeah, that that was... You know, I can't believe that was 2017. 2017, yeah. I can't believe that's 2017. And looking at how my friend handled that, we still talk about it now. We still talk about his dad now. And yeah. I think that helps him. Well, whether or not it does, I don't know. But I think that helps him. And I do... It was very sad. It was so, so sad. But again, it comes down to also my nan. They're not suffering no more. Yeah. But in our selfish minds, we want them back. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say, like, when, when obviously this happened in 2017, I remember you calling me, and mm. I remember you obviously being really upset on the phone, understandably. Yeah. But I remember then the next day, and I came to your house. Yeah. And so did your friend. Yeah. And it was an interesting dynamic, because I'd gone from being your girlfriend yeah. to being, like, your support and I think that's and, a and my friend support and your friend support. I think that's yes. also like a really interesting dynamic there because we'd only ever kind of like the honeymoon period was over at yeah. that point um the the fun of just being boyfriend and, like we were in each other's lives now I think that was when we'd grown um not 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 oh no how can I I think that's when um that was a starting point for us 
yeah, I think. It was it was when we had to decide, well when I had to decide first and foremost whether I was in it for the long run yeah. or whether I was just gonna be like, nah, I'm alright. Yeah. And actually I think that the real clinch point for our relationship yeah. was the year in the twenty eighteen when your nan your nan, when your mum yeah. got her diagnosis. Yeah. Because I remember but just before that, before she got her diagnosis, yeah. we were about to break up. Yeah. We were ready to break up because we'd been having arguments, a lot of arguments. What? Sorry, I'm going to sneeze in a minute. What, um, what, what was your thoughts when the mum got ill? Um, that's an interesting question because I know that the person who wanted to break up was you between me and you yeah. I didn't really because um, we'd been having lots and lots of arguments and it wasn't a very nice atmosphere no it wasn't but I didn't I didn't want to end the relationship but I know that you did yeah. and so when your mum got ill I remember the day that she got ill and you told me that she got that she had yeah. cancer and I remember saying to you do you want me to come over and be there and you yeah. went no I just want to be on my own and I think I found out that your friend understandably was there with you right. and that broke my heart because I was right. like well he's he's really done with me kind of thing um so I'm going to flip the question back onto you right. and be like what made you want to still be with me even though you had not wanted to be with me before your mum's cancer I think in my own selfish way I was pushing you away because I didn't want you to bring... I didn't want to bring you in with, to my pain. Do you think... And I didn't... Sorry. No, go on. And I thought to myself, I know this woman loves me. And I know. I, I knew I loved you then. But I knew with my mum's cancer, I was going to be unbearable. And I didn't want to put that on you. Yeah. So I did. It's no secret. I did push you away. I pushed you away a number of times, but you were still... You're like, well, no, I'm here. You, we might be having arguments, but I'm here. And for me, it was like, in a good way, I was like, wow, this girl's not going nowhere. You know, so... But do you think, oh, this is a question I have for you, and, and it is to kind of to do with the topic for today. Yeah. Do you think we would still be together if your mum hadn't have gotten cancer? See, that's a real tough one. It's, <laughs> fi- it's fine, because we're, we're no, married, no, no. It's, so it's, it's not a No, problem. it's a tough one. Um... I don't think we would. Okay. I think we'd still be friends, though. It's interesting. So I've got I, to thank your mum for our relationship. I think, <laughs> I think we would definitely still be friends, but I think with my mum's relationship... Your mum's cancer. Um, yeah, my mum's cancer. So with my mum's cancer, it was... It was an icebreaker, I think. Oh, yeah, I think it was... Again, it was another opportunity for me to step up as, yeah. like, hey, like... I'm here for whatever you need me for. And I was a nightmare. Yes, you I, were. I, I come, guys, like, listen, I'm a, I'm a man, yeah, so it's hard for men to open up. Even this very day, I do open up, but it is difficult. <coughs> and I think when it's your mum and a son, it's harder for the sons to open. Look at that. Like, come on, like, you know, yeah. no offence to my dad, but... Me, my dad and my brother are all the same when it comes to that. Maybe not as much me now. I don't know. Maybe I am. You have to I be the judge th- of that. I think, I think that it takes a while for you to 
to thaw your shell. You're a bit like one of those um, sweets with a really soft centre but really hard outside. Yeah. You've got to work to get to the middle. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, as with most people, even with me, because I was remembering that, obviously, my grandma died that October. So the yeah. same year your mum got cancer, my grandma died. And I remember I waited until after your mum had gotten the all clear before I let myself really feel my grandma's death. I remember that night. Yeah. It was in Whitton. Yeah. Yeah, the kitchen 13th door. 13th of December. Kitchen door closed. We went somewhere. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember. We you, went somewhere. You were going... Oh, no. You, that was the day you came to my parents afterwards. After work, I think. Yeah, I think and so. And then we had a few drinks, the little celebration drinks. And I remember there was something off with you. And I remember being angry with you as well, because I was like, come on. And I did, in a really horrible and selfish way. I forgot about your nan. Yeah. And I felt really bad for no, that. No. Even though I never met the woman, Yeah. I remembered it. And I, I remember, I was like, you should be happy. Like, why are you not happy yeah, tomorrow? Yeah. And I was really, really angry with you. And then it dawned on me when I was on the train. And then I went... This woman's not grieved yet. And I don't know what dawned on me. I just remember looking, I was like, this woman's not grieved for her grandmother because she was busy looking after me. And I can't tell you how terrible I felt. Even though it wasn't my fault, I felt terrible. And I remember in written, I think I was lying down, you went to the kitchen. You was in the kitchen for a very long time last day. I was away. on the phone to my mum. And you was on the phone to your mum. And I went, you know what? She knows I'm here. You do what you have to do. Yeah. And I do, and I remember that night. And not that I expect you to have done that. I appreciate that you've done that. But at the same time, I should have taken in... I, I should have been a little bit more considerate. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I think... I mean, it's really nice to hear you say that, because obviously you've never said that to me before. No. Um, and, and uh, you know, I got a little bit glassy-eyed just then, but it's fine, I'm made of stone, so I can hide it very well. Um, but, like, yeah, I think it was because it was compounded. It was, like, yeah. my two... You know, my grandma, my great-aunt, a, a cousin, oh, yeah, was... and then uh, the cousin whose entire family was just struck by lightning in a car and all died. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of death in that October and November. And I'm someone, and I was, I was saying it earlier to someone, I can't remember who I was saying it to, you, probably one of my brothers, um, but I'm someone who I'll let the tank fill right up yeah. before I let any of it out um, because I know that I have to be there for other people. But it it's starting to, like, the, it's a bit like having, you know, a, a water bottle. Yeah. One of the, like, Buxton water bottles. There are other water bottles available. <laughs> um, one of the Buxton water bottles that you keep reusing and reusing. And you're not meant to use it and reuse it. And you're not meant yeah. to fill it up all the time. And then you start to see that the water's dripping out. And you can't find where it's dripping out from. But you know it's leaking. Yeah. That's that's my life these days. And I, can, and I know that I've got a lot of repairing and stuff to do. Um... So it is really nice to hear you say that mm. you you saw that because that kind of reaffirms why I married you. I think what what really got me emotional recently is someone close to you 
correct me if I'm wrong, these are not word by word, but I remember you saying this to me. Someone's, someone close said to you, it must be more difficult to grieve when you've got kids. Yeah. Am I right in that? I think and, so, yeah. Not on them words, yeah, but... Yeah. but is it, um, do you know what? I never... I always said I had to be there for my boys, but I've never thought about that until you told me that they said that. Yeah. And... It's a whole different different dynamic because oh god yeah because like again like when my grandma died because that that for me that's the biggest thing that's happened in recent years yeah. right when my grandma died it was very much a case of okay I can take four days off work yeah and I can just cry for a bit and just feel it a little bit and then I can zip it all up and never think about it again whereas now that your grandma's passed away. With the boys, it's like, hey, even if I take those four days off work, I've still got two little ones that yeah. need me every hour of every day. And unless I ship them off somewhere, which is not fair on them, yeah. you know, there's no way that I can process this in the way that I used to. Uh. And I think it's the same for you. Like, I think for you especially, you know, when your granddad died, if you don't mind me mm. saying, you know, you hold yourself up and watch Doctor Who. Yeah. Right, yeah, and you tried to do that when your grandma passed away, but you found that you had two little ones yeah. who needed your attention yeah. and who were a bit scared of some of the things that you're watching because you know they're tiny, you know, yeah. and it, it, it changes the dynamic. And I think that there is it's naturally that you feel this anger not anger towards them, but like, oh, why can't you just let me do this? And yeah. it's like, well, hey, actually, hang on a second, they're the thing that reminds you of life, yeah, reminds you that you've got a life to live. And I think um, that's good because it kind of pulls you out of the depth that you're in yeah. a little bit. See, this is the thing for me, like, March, I we gained a second son. Three months later, three, yeah, three, yeah, months. three months later, Nan died. And it, it, it literally is life and death. And it, it for me, it's like... It's always a shock, even though we know someone's dying. Yeah. <coughs> that's that's for me. We know someone's dying. Like Charlie the cat, bless him. He's he was like he's, he's been on death's door for about yeah. Years. He, he he you know when he was a kitten, I was with my first girlfriend, and that's long. You had to bring up your first um, girlfriend, didn't no, you? No, but that's how long. That's how long he's been around for. Yeah, he's been around for, and he's been a big part in all of our lives. We knew he was ill, bless him. But when mum told us, I was like, oh, wow. You know, so it's... It is really... I have a question for you. Go for it. How would you explain death to the boys? If they were here and they were kind of old enough to understand, how would you explain death? That is such a good question because I think, you know, because we kind of tried it with Noah uh, when your nan died. Uh, um, there's this book... That's called, I think, mm. Water, Lilies and Dragonflies. And I think it's one of the best explanations of death to young people. Uh. And it helped me understand it a bit better and also how I would want to explain it to the boys. So in this story, there are these water bugs, sorry, water bugs and dragonflies, I think it's called. Anyway, I'll find out the name and I'll put it on social media. Um, there are these water bugs who are underneath the water and every now and then one of them goes off um, above the surface and never comes back. And they're kind of like, what's going on? What's going on? So a whole bunch of them are like, look, 
when um when the next one of us goes above the surface or feels inclined to go above the surface you come back down and you tell us exactly what's going on because we just want to know what's happening right yeah so the next one goes up and cocoons and all the rest of it and turns into this beautiful dragonfly or butterfly i can't remember which um i think it's a dragonfly anyway it's not important um and they see like the beauty and the wonder of like the sunshine on their on their wings and like their reflection in the water and they see all their friends down below and they're like they they try to dive into the water and they realize that their body is not adapted for water anymore uh. so they can't get back down there and then they go you know what it's so amazing up here that when they come here they'll understand why I wasn't able to come back uh. to them down there and they'll under- still see the beauty of what's to come and for me that's like the best explanation of the journey of from life to death uh. to the resurrection that I believe in, mm-hmm. you know, because it's this idea that there is something so wonderful that awaits us on the other side. Um, and they're living a beautiful life and they would love anything to be with us one more day, but they know that what was waiting for us is so beautiful and so wholesome and what we're really aiming for in life. Like I know sometimes we go through life quite aimlessly going, why do I even do it? But it's for that. Uh-huh. It's for that beauty, it's for that, just that final resting, you know, that eternal sunshine, that is the reason why we live this life. Uh-huh. And I think that's how I'd explain it to the person. <laughs> no, I think, I think, I think that's how, and it is a great book, it is a book, because you've got it around the time man passed away. Yeah. <clears throat> and I read it, and it was... It was really beautiful, and it was really well written, and it was simple as well. Yeah. It wasn't complex or anything. It was very, very simple, and I do think it's important for children to learn, not not when they're two or three years old, but, you know, it's important for them to learn as soon as possible. Yeah. Because another thing that sort of dawned on me was, <coughs> yeah, our parents aren't immortal. And the loss of my grandmother, I remember sitting there going, this is going to be Noah, Miles and CQ one day. Yeah. This is going to be your nieces and nephews. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, and our nieces and nephews. So, and it's going to be like, we have to explain to them about their grandparents, but also at the same time, grieving for our parents. It was easier for Dad because both me and Alex were adults. So it was... Easier for dad because we understood it. Yeah. You know, and also I have my family to think about as well. And Alex had, Alex and Christina has their little boy to think about. So again, it was, you know, it, but I, I, it really. It's always the hope though, isn't it? That when our parents die, hopefully our children will be adults. Yeah. But, you know, I look at my dad's parents for example and my mum's dad mm. and they were all dead by the time 1996 hit and mm. 1996 I was four you know like or going to be four in fact and I remember my granddad's funeral in fact that's probably one of the first memories I have I remember his white casket and I remember it being an open coffin I remember yeah. it's the first time I saw a dead body um but it stayed with me, and like I'm, I'm glad I have that because I have no memories of him yeah. from before that. So at least that's my that's my first and last memory of him. But like, 
so that's so that's what we have to hope for. We have to hope that our children will be old enough yeah. to have lived a life with our parents. And yes, it will be a hard loss, but also just the, I guess, the comfort yeah. that they've, I don't know, that they've had a life with them, yeah. rather than that they've missed out on a life with them, yeah. which is why I'm so glad that <laughs> the boys have got all four grandparents to this day. Do you know what? I do worry about our parents, and I never really thought about it until Nan died, because I look at their ages now, yeah. you know. My dad and your mum, well, your your mum's in... My mum's in her 60s, my dad's in his late 70s. Yeah, and my dad is hitting 60 this year. My mum's in her late 50s. And I I do sit back and go... Pretty sure it's her early 50s, she's going to punch you for that one. No, I generally don't know how old she is. Your mum turned 50 in 2018. So she's 55 this year, no. 54. Yeah, she's 54 this year, yeah, so she, her early, so, yeah. early 50s. Yeah, she's in her early 50s, but I do think to myself, you know, and I can't help to think about it, but I'm, I'm like, how long? You know, like, yeah, you've got to have memories with them, but, but you do have that little question in your head, you know, how long? Yeah. I'm sorry, guys, for, we don't mean to make this demon gloom. No, no, it's no, part no. of life. It is you part know, of life, it is. and I think that also this kind of like leads me on to if if you if you allow me to, yeah, um, it leads me on to kind of um something good that's coming out of death in a way, um, so a lot of you may may or may not know that I used to hold um gigs, concerts, yeah. shows, and everything, um before I had children, <laughs> <laughs> um and we're doing another one this year on the fourth of December. Um, details will be up sooner or later, rather than later. Um, and we're raising money for um, for bereavement charities as well as for um, charities where the bereavement isn't just adults because a lot of people lose their children. Yeah. A lot of people, unfortunately, lose their children in the womb. <laughs> they lose their children very, very young. Um, you know, it, death isn't just for us adults, you know. Yeah. I think that over the past couple of years as well, we've seen so much death with COVID as well. So many people who we know have just died from yeah. COVID and it's been a shock, right? And so we want to do something that gives back in a way and gives to all those people who have been counselling us and all of our friends and all the people who've lost people. Yeah. And just come together, really, to show our appreciation for the lives that we've mm. lost, but also just to to really celebrate life as well. Mm. I mean, we were at something recently. I won't go into it because it's not our place to go into it, but we were at something recently um, oh. where <clears throat> someone was saying that <clears throat> it wasn't a sad time. It was a celebration of the honour to have that life be part of your life for as little or as and, long as they are. And I and I tell you something again, not going into full details, but I have never had so much respect and admire for anyone yeah. like them too. Yeah. With what they've gone through and to still hold on to your faith and, 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 and to still be able to carry on 
Yeah. For me, is incredible. And I just think... Well, yeah, and I think... And it's beautiful. Mm, not it, to sound patronising, no. but I just think... I cannot express how I'm feeling for yeah. you guys. But at the same time, I think it's it's amazing and beautiful to see that they know that this isn't this isn't the end. Yeah. And that there will be, you know, reuniting one day. And I just think that, like, that's kind of the... Like, this is... It's a night of hope, right? This yeah. night that we're organising is a night of hope. Um, and... It's a night of hope and celebration of the life that we live, the life of the people who have touched us, who are oh. no longer with us. Um, so if you can come down again, all the details will be up and we'll be mentioning it a couple more times in the episodes. Um, we just thought that this would be a nice way to end this episode. Because, yeah. you know, not all of our episodes need to be doom and gloom. And this is a beautiful thing that we're doing. We're raising money for two charities. Yeah. Again, all the details will be up soon. Mm. Um, raising money for two charities. And we've got some amazing singers. Um, Nick will be doing some comedy. Trying anyway. Class, classy comedy. We've got some amazing singers. We've got a raffle going on. Um, and we've got some cakes that are going to be on sale and things like this. Just because there's always about giving back to the community and if people can afford yeah. one or two pounds here and there just to give something back, that'd be amazing. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, from us. Yes, from <laughs> us. We'll speak to you soon. We'll speak to you soon. See you next time. Thank you.